Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Wednesday, April 8th. I am Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. Sony reveals the PlayStation 5 controller, which it has dubbed the DualSense. CD Projekt Red is sharing some little bits of Cyberpunk 2077 lore. Rhythm Heaven's composer and producer wants help bringing the game to Switch. And Valorant did break Twitch viewership records yesterday, as expected. Sony reveals the PlayStation 5 controller, the DualSense. We still don't know what the PlayStation 5 console will look like, but yesterday, Sony revealed PlayStation 5's controller, the DualSense, with a post on the PlayStation blog. It functionally appears to have everything the PlayStation 4 controller had. The D-pad, two analog sticks with some upgraded rubberization, the four face buttons, square, triangle, circle, and X, four shoulder buttons, a touchpad, Buttons to the left and right of the touchpad start and create, more on that in a second, and a home button. Visually, it kind of looks like a PlayStation 4 controller, but with, like, white armor shielding. It kind of makes me think of Baymax from Big Hero 6 for some reason. The top half is white, and then the bottom half is black. Some changes that aren't initially visible is the controller will have a built-in microphone, which is a very smart thing that Nintendo has already done with many of its handhelds and the Wii U. And there is no longer a light bar facing the TV, which I am very excited about. Playing PlayStation 4 in a dark room always made the light bar reflect in the TV. It still will have light bar functionality, but the lights have been relocated to the left and right side of the touchpad on top of the controller. The button to the left of the touchpad has a new symbol that some people are already calling the French fries button, as it has three vertical lines that kind of fan out, you know, like, like French fries. Part of that nickname comes from the fact that the pause button, which is that generally pretty standardized universal visual symbol for options, the three parallel horizontal lines, is sometimes called the hamburger button because the horizontal lines kind of look like a hamburger. Some people also want to call it pancakes. But anyway, it's not called the share button anymore, the french fry button on the left. It's called the create button. The blog post introducing the controller is credited to Senior Vice President, Platform Planning and Management, Hideaki Nishino. And regarding the create button, Nishino writes, For the buttons, you'll notice there is no longer a share button, as we had with DualShock 4. Don't worry, it's not going away. In fact, we've built upon the success of our industry-first share button to bring you a new create button feature. With create, we're once again pioneering new ways for players to create epic gameplay content to share with the world, or just to enjoy for themselves. We'll have more details on this feature as we get closer to launch. I am admittedly being a little jaded here, which I really try not to be, but I am guessing it's basically going to be functionally identical to the share button. 
I am pessimistic that it will pioneer new ways to create epic content to share with the world. But hey, we'll see. Maybe it does have some new functionality that will be different. I doubt it does, but you know, we'll see. Nishino also wrote, Based on our discussions with developers, we've concluded that the sense of touch within gameplay, much like audio, hasn't been a big focus for many games. We had a great opportunity with PS5 to innovate by offering game creators the ability to explore how they can heighten that feeling of immersion through our new controller. This is why we adopted haptic feedback, which adds a variety of powerful sensations you'll feel when you play, such as the slow grittiness of driving a car through mud. We also incorporated adaptive triggers into the L2 and R2 buttons of DualSense so you can truly feel the tension of your actions, like when drawing a bow to shoot an arrow. I'm very curious about this and how it will affect gameplay. The Xbox One has always had expanded rumble features in the triggers that was touted early on as an innovation but never really amounted to much. And the Switch Joy-Cons have the 3D rumble options, which are neat but really have not been used much outside of the launch title 1-2 Switch. In fact, the 3D rumble feature was fully excised for the Switch Lite. This could be a little different, this could feel different, but it 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 kind of feels similar. So, you know, we'll see. The DualSense looks a little bulkier than the PlayStation 4's DualShock, but Nishino seems to promise that it is not as big as it looks, writing, Our design team worked closely with our hardware engineers to place the triggers and actuators. The designers were then able to draw the lines of how the exterior of the controller would look and feel with a challenge of making the controller feel smaller than it really looks. In the end, we changed the angle of the hand triggers and also made some subtle updates to the grip. We also took thoughtful consideration into ways to maintain a strong battery life for DualSense rechargeable battery and to lessen the weight of the controller as much as possible as new features were added. Some other small details not directly mentioned in the blog post. It looks like the charging port is USB-C. There is no mention of a headphone jack being built into the controller, and the angles of the photos do not show the area of the controller where the headphone port would presumably be. In response to a question on Twitter asking if the DualSense would have the headphone port, PlayStation product manager Toshimasa Aoki did say, still have an audio jack so you can plug in your own headsets like DS4, which of course DualShock 4, Nishino also wrote regarding headphones, DualSense also adds a built-in microphone array, which will enable players to easily chat with friends without a headset, ideal for jumping into a quick conversation. But, of course, if you are planning to chat for a longer period, it's good to have that headset handy. Aoki's tweet and Nishino's quote there leads me to believe that you'll be able to plug in all manner of headsets, which is a good thing. There is a lot I like about this controller. I made a joke earlier about how Nintendo did it first with the microphone on the controller, and it's true, they did. But you can honestly make that joke about most video game hardware innovations that Nintendo did it first, but I love that there's a microphone built into this thing. As recently as like two weeks ago, I had just enough time for one round of Warzone, and I scrambled to find a headset and failed. So I just threw up my hands and we played without a microphone since I only had about 15 minutes to play anyway. I didn't want to waste a bunch of that time rooting through drawers for a headset. So even though the quality will undoubtedly be diminished on that mic compared to most headsets, I still think a lot of people 
myself included, will use it just based purely on convenience. I'm surprised the touchpad is coming forward, as basically no developer really uses it these days. It is used almost exclusively as a giant button for pulling up a map. But I suppose if Sony wants the PlayStation 5 to be backwards compatible with PlayStation 4 games, they do need to include it. I really like that the light bar has been relocated. I always liked the light bar in theory, like how it flashes between red and blue if you're being chased by cops in Grand Theft Auto V. But as I mentioned before, it's mostly just a reflective distraction. Its main purpose with the PlayStation 4 was communicating with the PlayStation's camera because Sony and Microsoft thought people would use cameras extensively with their new consoles, which ended up not being the case. So its relocation is an acknowledgement that that element of the PlayStation 4 ended up kind of being a bust. The light bar was still used with PlayStation VR a fair bit as the camera would use the light to help track the controller in 3D space. So I am curious what that means for PlayStation 5's rumored VR hardware. It's impossible to make assumptions about how the controller will feel, but it does look a little larger and bulkier than the DualShock 4, which was already a fair bit bigger than the previous DualShocks. I prefer smaller controllers, so I am unsure how I will feel about this one, but I really won't be able to have an opinion about it until I actually hold the thing. I don't think I like the dual tone color scheme. It kind of makes it look like two controllers mashed together, which looks uncomfortable. But again, it's impossible to say how it will feel right now. A Reddit post from user Asbo Zapruder last night made me laugh as they shared a picture of the controller lying on its back with red circles highlighting the left and right triggers. And they wrote, Great to know the PS5 will retain the feature of fast-forwarding or rewinding the movie you're watching whenever you set down the controller, which is absolutely true and something that I have done often. I do like that it is a radical redesign compared to the DualShock 4. The Xbox Series X controller is basically unchanged compared to the Xbox One, which is fine. It's a great controller, and why fix what isn't broken, but... It is fun to see new designs and big changes to major hardware like this. Sony could have totally stuck with the DualShock 4 design and just relocated the light bar, and I would have been happy, but I think I would rather have a big change like this to really mix things up. I am excited to get my hands on the controller, and we can infer a few things about what the PlayStation 5 might look like based on it, which is fun. Will the PlayStation 5 console also be two-tone? Will it be a white console? Will we finally be able to tether a controller to the console without having to track down a USB cable? I hope so. It's been two generations of trying to find a USB cable to add a new PlayStation player where Nintendo and Microsoft have never required additional hardware to add a controller. It's my biggest hope for the PlayStation 5. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CD Projekt Red is sharing little details about the lore of Cyberpunk 2077. CD Projekt Red the developer behind the Witcher series and the upcoming Cyberpunk 2077, is sharing little lore details about the game on Twitter. It's not much, but it's the first new content we've seen for Cyberpunk in some time. Along with an animation of a gang tag for Moxes, the official Cyberpunk account tweeted, Formed in 2076 after the death of Elizabeth Lizzie Borden, a strip club owner and ex-prostitute who treated her workers fairly and defended them from violent clients, the Mox refers to themselves as those who protect working girls and guys from violence and abuse. And then Marcin Momat, the global community lead for CD Projekt, shared that tweet and wrote, The first entry in the series of posts talking about corporations and gangs that you will be able to encounter in the streets of Night City. Stay tuned for more. I don't think I will share all these tweets as they're tweeted, honestly, but if you're interested in the game, which I think it's safe to assume most are, watching the at Cyberpunk Game Twitter account will be a good way to get some little lore details ahead of the game's release, which is currently still on track for September 17th of this year. Fingers crossed. Rhythm Heaven composer and producer asks fans to make their voices heard for Rhythm Heaven on Switch. Mitsuo Tarada, who goes by Tsunku when it comes to his musical efforts, is a producer and composer for the Rhythm Heaven series, and he recently posted on Twitter in response to a fan asking that Rhythm Heaven be brought to Switch that he would also like to see the series come to Switch and that fans should make their voices heard. The tweets are all in Japanese, but at PushDustin, a journalist and unofficial translator, as they describe themselves in their Twitter bio, translated Tarada's tweet, and it reads, I also think that Rhythm Heaven should be on the Switch. Everyone make your voices heard. If it's on the Switch, players can enjoy Rhythm Heaven if they play by themselves or with friends, which is a, a very Japanese tweet. If you're unfamiliar with Rhythm Heaven, it's probably my favorite rhythm and music game. It's a series of bizarre, sometimes indescribable minigames that are all about keeping the beat with simple inputs, and they're super fun and funny, and I would love to see the game on Switch. So, this is me using my platform to demand it. The tweets are linked in the show notes if, you know, you wanted to retweet them yourself. Don't you want to play a video game version of this song on your Switch? Here's what released today. Biped is out today on PlayStation 4. It's a co-op puzzle game where two players each control a little bipedal robot and the control sticks control each leg of the robot individually. 
Visually, it looks a little like Astrobot to the point that when I first saw it, I thought maybe it came from the same developer. It's from a different studio and has nothing to do with Astrobot, but it's got cute little gray robots exploring a natural world. Also out today is Convoy, the full title being Convoy colon a tactical roguelike. It's been out on PC for a few years, but it makes its way to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch today. It looks a little bit like a cross between FTL and a pixelated version of Mad Max Fury Road. You control, defend, and upgrade a tank as it travels desert roads and normal roads, combating the various enemies that drive up to attack it. The trailer for the game also teases the game eventually heading to space. That's it for video game news today. I talked yesterday about Valorant basically taking over Twitch and how it was on track to break viewership records. And it turns out it did. It hit 1.7 million viewers yesterday, overtaking Fortnite, which is an undeniably impressive feat. I also spoke briefly yesterday about Below coming to PlayStation 4 and its new Explore mode. And I said I wasn't sure when the update would be coming to Xbox One and PC. And that was true, but basically the moment I published yesterday's podcast, a free update released for PC, adding Explore mode to the game, which was awesome. I downloaded it and started it, but did not really play enough to generate an opinion about it. I am eager to play more. If you have corrections or just feedback in general, send me some tweets or DMs. The DMs are open on both my personal account at Kyle M. Hilliard and the Gaming Ride Home account at Gaming Ride Home. Or you can send an email to kyle at ridehome.info. And please consider leaving a review for the podcast, or if you listen to it, I would appreciate that. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator. I'm almost done with Black Mesa. I, I got to figure out what I'm going to play next. I don't know what I'm going to play next. And then you can find me on the MinMax show for more long-form video game discussion. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow. 